The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Throughout history, dreamers have opened the door for positive change that reshapes the world. Our dreams and stories can also attract individual prosperity and success. Join creative artist Valerie June, Aisha Ophelia, Jacqueline Suskin, and Sarah Walco for The Power of Radical Imagination, a weekend workshop May 24th to 26th at Omega Institute in Rhinebeck, New York. Ignite your radical imagination and cultivate positive change. Learn more at eomega.org thrive. Discover the power within. Unity Online Radio. The voice of an awakening world. Discover hope and healing from the other side. Welcome to Messages of Hope with Suzanne Giesman. Listen. Hi, everybody. Guess what? It's the first Thursday of the month. If you're listening live, you have a chance to call in today because the guest today is me and my guides, Sanaya. We're going to be answering your questions about the afterlife, spirituality, not doing private readings, but just whatever question you might have, we are here to answer them. And I take all questions, even if I think I know the answer to my guides and we see what they have to say about it and anybody who calls in and take your call i'm going to put your name on a slip of paper here and do a drawing at the end and whoever's name i pull will have a choice of one of my online courses online the ones not the ones with the shift network but the ones that i've produced by myself so pretty cool the number to call is 816-251-3555 i was just sitting here reminiscing as i was uh, getting geared up for the show about when we first started doing these q a calls and i'd look and not enough people knew about it yet and there's like the there's nobody lined up in the queue and i'm calling bev and lynette my assistants and i'm saying call your friends tell them to call in I can only talk so long, but I do see that we already have uh, quite a few people calling in, and I don't want to keep you waiting. So let's just go straight to Kim, who has been waiting the longest, and welcome to the show. Kim, you're on the air. Hi, Suzanne. Thank you so much. Um, My pleasure. First, I want to say um, you are such an inspiration. Um, Since my mom passed and I started on my spiritual journey, you have helped me so much believe in um, that I'm able to connect, and I always connect, which is wonderful. Um, And I had um, something happen where my daughter was um, at home by herself, and she kept hearing her name. Um, Mm. Even the dog started looking, and after like maybe 15 minutes, she recorded it. So we have it. You can hear like like Madison, like you can hear a woman saying her name. And um, I immediately during my um, left me message, you know, talking to my mom, I asked her if, um, if that was her. And I got my sign that I asked and I told my daughter, you get, cause she said, please find out if it's my mom. And I said, you can do it too. And she asked for, um, 
to see a butterfly and it's mm-hmm. winter and you don't see butter- butterflies right. now. And she went into at the shore house into my mom's room at the shore house, just that she never goes in there. And there mm-hmm. was a little bottle of perfume on the counter and she picked it up and opened my mom's drawer, which she doesn't put her own stuff away. So it's really odd. She'd want to put <laughs> it away. And she went to put it in the drawer and there was a little um, bag with a little blue butterfly on it. Oh, fantastic. So I, I wanted to just, number one, say that I am so 100% sure that that was her. And oh, also I'm covered with ask, goosebumps. How about everybody else? Yay. <laughs> <laughs> and also to ask, I mean, is it hard for the spirit to be able to, to verbally let themselves be known? Well, I'm just, I was going to answer that, and my guides just twitched my lips so clearly they want to talk about this and they're saying that it it takes an extra degree of energy and i'm seeing that your mother actually had some help with that so it must have just been an extra surprise and look how you're sharing it with everybody so that we all know that it's possible that's called objective clairaudience when you actually hear the voice i actually rarely hear about people who are able to record it so that is a treasure Mm -hmm. And yes, yes, I can. I can actually send it to you and forward it oh, to you because it's it's so amazing to hear. You please can hear do, passion. please do. I will and and again, so the I, backing up with the dog looking and looking up as if mm-hmm. because the dog does see. That's so yeah. cool. She said that it was for about fifteen minutes, and she kept saying, "You know, Mama, is that you?" And and then. <laughs> At one point, she said the dog started, you know, looking around like he had, there was no one else, you know, at home that, that he had heard it too. And yeah. um, then we got our confirmation and uh, we're thrilled. So Yeah, and for, for anybody who's new to this, who's listening and saying, okay, sure, she opens the drawer and there's a butterfly in it. That is how it works because you heard Kim say that her daughter wouldn't normally go in there, wouldn't normally do that. And you have to ask yourself, what made her do that? It's this joined consciousness of her grandmother putting the thought in her head, go here, look in the drawer, open the drawer. After asking for the butterfly, she probably is the one that put in in your minds to ask for the butterfly, just knowing that this would unfold the way it did. And now we all get to celebrate. Absolutely. And I hope it enlightens everyone else because I have to say that your teaching and what I've learned from you and what I'm able to do in a matter of six months time is actually kept kept me sane from losing my mom suddenly. So thank you. Thank you. And thank you for your wonderful guide. It's clear that your efforts, and and we can give your mom and spirit credit for nudging you to do that. I just happen to have the the course and the materials and and love to share it with all of you. So it's it's beautiful that you're a testament to the fact that that spirit wants to work with us. And when you're committed to it, then it it often pays off beautifully like that. So thank you. Absolutely. Thank you so much. (laughs) You're welcome. Thanks for coming on the show. And before we... All right. Bye-bye. Before we take the next caller, I just did a reading yesterday and was bringing through um, a woman's son. And he showed me that there's a grandson here who draws pictures with him in it and a rainbow. And he says, he does see me. I really am here. And he has the same name as I do. And then he gave the name. He gave his name and the grandson's name. And she, her eyes got big and wide. And she said, that's him. 
And that's my grandson. And he says he sees him. I mean, how much more validation can we ask for? I was just so thrilled for all of them to know what I know so deeply in my heart. They are here and and some are just blessed to be able to actually see them. This was a child who uh, the man across the veil showed me was five years old and he was and he hasn't yet become so conditioned by our human thinking that he no longer sees. So trust the children when they say they see. All righty, let's go to, I'm going to pronounce this Shireen. Is that correct? Yes, you have it right. Thank you. Great. Welcome to the show. Thank you. And thank you for making yourself available in this format. Um, I don't have a mediumship question for you. It's more of like a, I guess, maybe general spiritual um, question for Sanaya and yourself. Let's hear it. Okay. (laughs) It has Mm -hmm. to do with the concept of justice. Um, And is it more like a human concept, you know, where you get wronged and the wronged person wants to kind of have it addressed? Um, Or are we supposed to be more, you know, if we're all here as playing roles, um, you know, and here for lessons and learning in our human bodies, are, are we supposed to kind of absorb what happens to us as a lesson and transmute it like with a loving kindness meditation or do we you know I mean, that human element that wants to see you know something addressed and fixed and corrected to see people who do well, wrong things the, brought to sorry yeah no this is your question is is very deep but you get this already cuz you're you're looking at it from two different viewpoints and this is what our guides always tell us to do that we have a choice to see things see things from the human viewpoint and we do want justice and many do want revenge here and that's very understandable and there are times when we do have to take human actions and make sure that a a a perceived wrong does not happen again from the soul's viewpoint that the healing that can take place from soul to soul, compassion and kindness transmitted through the human has an incredible healing effect. So what if we we handled things with, from both points of view because we are both here and now and the, we could give examples that would always say, but what if, but what if, but what if. Mm-hmm. So in general terms, if at the human level, taking certain actions will prevent something from happening again, then we do that. But if we can bring the soul's compassion and love into it, that's going to give it a whole different dynamic. Does that answer your question? It does. It does. May I ask just, I hope it's a related question. Sure. Um, Does it extrapolate out to war? Because that's, you know, there's a justice component, maybe on a larger scale that happens, but where well, that, I don't war. know exactly what your – can you pinpoint a specific question about that? Oh, gosh. I mean, you know, I, I guess countries let, – let what, yes. what I'm hearing yes. here is that yes. mankind is not sufficiently aware of their true nature to be at the point yet where we will not have wars for quite a while. And mm. people fight each other because they mm-hmm. don't understand that we're all connected. So Mm -hmm. until that time, 
we still there is still a need for defense when there are people who will harm each other. But the more we can come, I'm asking them to give me that word. Oh gosh, I'm missing the word. You have oh mediators. We have when we can come and meet in the middle instead of going mm-hmm. to war. When we go come from a soul's perspective, the, you'll have less need for fighting. But we are quite a ways away from that. So uh, it's finding mm-hmm. that perfect balance. And like my guides yeah. continue to say, we've we've come a ways from the dark ages to the dim ages, but we still have a ways to go. But questions mm-hmm. like yours, people that get to thinking about these things and try to see a different way than the normal human reaction, we're the ones that are going to make a difference. <laughs> okay. Thank you very much for your time. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. Take care. Okay. Bye-bye. Thank you all for calling in. You're just lighting up the wires here. I'm looking at the panel, and it's full. So let's move on to Carol. Welcome to the show. Well, thank you very much. I'm I'm excited to talk to you. Um, I've been working my way, actually, through your old podcast. I'm towards the end of uh, 2019. And um, you often talk about, um, you know, receiving sign, signs from loved ones who have passed, and you're often encouraging people and your guests encourage you to talk to your loved ones who have passed. Absolutely. So um, my parents are gone maybe uh, one, five years, another 15 years, and not a day goes by that I don't think of them. Um, I don't know that I actually have conversations with them. Um, however, my question is, um, is that enough of a ongoing relationship to just think about them? And or if you have if you're encouraged to talk to them, do you need to have conversations and or does that need to be out loud and verbal or can it be in your mind? These are great questions and there are no shoulds and there are no have tos. Just thinking about a loved one raises that connection between you to their awareness. And often we think about our loved ones because they are sending their love to you. So just realize it goes both ways. But okay. I, I just think about Ty and I will, uh, will something will happen and he'll say, hey, Ruthie, like to my mom, you know, or we'll uh-huh. hear a train whistle and he'll go, hey, Bill. And that's my dad because he was a railroad uh-huh. engineer. So just a little uh, hello, even out loud to your loved ones. Just imagine how they appreciate that. And they hear it. They absolutely hear it. A conversation with them is very much appreciated. I often see in my readings uh a loved one across the veil says, yeah, and, and my dad talks to me mostly when he's in the car. And that just is very sweet. You know, you can see the father who doesn't want to seem silly, but he's carrying on a conversation with his son across the veil in the car. doesn't matter where yeah. you are, how you do it, out loud, silently, they hear it because we're communicating heart to heart and using consciousness to do it. That's what joins us all is consciousness. That's our the very fundamental nature of what all of us are with or without a body. Okay. And that works whether you're conversing with them out loud or just in your head. Absolutely. Either way. Okay. Excellent. Yeah. Don't worry Thank about you it. So much. <laughs> all right. All right. Thanks for Bye. calling. Yep. All right. And I am remembering to put everybody's name on a slip of paper for a drawing. And so I'm now writing the name Danielle because you are on the air. Oh, hi. Thanks so much for having me. I've really been enjoying um, listening to you and um, 
I guess my question is, um, I, I'm hearing all these stories about people feeling and seeing different signs. And um, last year I lost my mom and I've been wanting so badly to feel her presence. And I, when I hear these incredible stories, I just want so badly to believe that this can happen. And I, I don't know what I can do to be more open to see or feel any signs because I just haven't felt anything or seen anything. Okay. And I know that your question echoes so many people who are listening right now. The number one thing is belief that it is possible and you have that door open. It sounds like there's Mm -hmm. a little doubt, but don't worry. You have enough belief that you're Mm -hmm. asking for it. And the second key is intention, setting the intention that you will notice when the signs are around you. Mm -hmm. So then you you just remain aware for what I call snags, little things that you may be scanning the street or scanning the room around you and something just catches your eye and then you do what I call pulling the thread you say why did that just grab my attention and there may be a sign in it for you or some literally a sign a billboard outside or a license plate (laughs) snags your attention or a street name snags your attention and you when you set the intention okay mom okay dad or whoever's across the veil I want you Mm -hmm. to snag my attention to send me a sign you will start mm-hmm. to notice them. And that pulling the thread means, okay, what does that street sign say? Oh, it says, you know, Rainbow Avenue. And that's our favorite thing or mm-hmm. something. Or my mom said she'd send me rainbows mm-hmm. and there's the sign. So it's, it may not, mm-hmm. it may be that you're not noticing when yeah. they're trying to get yeah. your attention. So that intention to pay attention and to be snagged okay. will will pay off. I just put a video on my YouTube channel. The newest one on there is called You You Can Communicate with Your Loved Ones, Ways to Validate the Connection. So if you go to my YouTube channel, you'll see that and you can search by those words exactly. And there are examples and even more ways that you can play what I call the sign game. That's for all of you. Oh, that's wonderful. Oh, thank you. And I have one just somewhat related question. Um, Other people have told me that, you know, they find dimes and pennies. And I'm wondering, how does this relate to a loved one that has passed (laughs) away? I don't understand that connection that they're making between that. Really what happens is sometimes we have what's called an app port where a coin absolutely appears where there is no explanation for why it's there and I used to think that's crazy and impossible until my assistant Lynette shared an event when she was sitting in a bathroom stall in a public restroom and a coin fell down from the ceiling in front of her now you can't explain those things and (laughs) but barring that imagine you are across the veil you have died and all of you your loved ones Mm -hmm. you're across they're across the veil and they look Mm -hmm. down and they see that there's a quarter on the street ahead of you they're going to grab your attention Mm -hmm. And put in your thoughts, look down now, and you're going to see the quarter, yeah. and that's going to become uh-huh. like your thing. They they see okay. the big picture, and so pennies, they're going to just start snagging your attention to pennies. And it's really mm-hmm. fun if you'll pick up the coin and notice things like, what's the year on that penny? Oh, my gosh, it's my son's birth year, that kind of thing. That's really oh, special. Oh, wow. Okay. Okay. I see. Oh, that's so helpful. <laughs> Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. You're welcome. Take care. Now, everybody, it's it's also important to have that 
childlike, playful attitude about this. Not, oh my God, I never get signs. And that's like sending out a, a red light to the spirit world. You guys aren't helping me. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm not getting signs. You don't care about me. Do you feel the difference between that and, oh, I can't wait to see what's going to happen next. Okay, bring it on. Bring on the miracles, mom and dad or whoever. That's a green light to the spirit world and they can work with you so much easier then. All right. So great. I'm, we're just getting lots of folks on the air here. And now we're talking to Beth. Guess what? You're on the show. Oh, a pleasure to talk to you. Well, Hello? I look forward to talking with you. Oh, thank you. <laughs> My question is about relationships. I listen to Neville Goddard a lot, and he uh, says that all of our relationships are actually um, us pushed out. Us pushed out. Correct. So it's like there are aspects of us in other people. So we get opportunities in these relationships to oh, always okay. choose love. So I'm wondering um, what Tanaya has to say about that, you know, whether I'm, like there's a conflict. Yeah. I'm really glad that, that we're not on video because they're making my lip twitch like crazy and it's not the most attractive thing in the world. <laughs> it's, like, <laughs> it's their way of saying we've got this. It, we absolutely interact with others for a reason. Anybody who comes into your life that you actually interact with has something to help you grow. And how many times has Ty heard me say this, that our loved ones, the ones we live with most often are the ones that can push our buttons better than anybody else. And if we stop and say, what does this have to teach me? Then they are our greatest teachers. And when we can smile from the soul's point of view and, and say without sarcasm, oh, thank you for that lesson <laughs> inside, then it's thank a beautiful you. thing. But um, specifically, let me ask the guides here. They're showing me that they're in reality at a deeper level. There is no other. We are all projections of one source. And right, yet source. Yeah. And but source differentiates into different aspects for the fun, the joy of inter relationships. And of course, in many cases, it doesn't seem like fun and it's not joyful. However, they're showing me certain aspects in that other person are lighted up because like a mirror, the yin and the yang, like two, it's going to reflect back what the other needs for their growth. And they're showing me opposite poles of a magnet, boom, just attracted to each other so that you'll have the opportunity to bring into your awareness something in you that is not fully healed. Thank okay. You. That's excellent. All right. All right. Thank well, you. thank you for the question. I'm going to, Ty listens to the show all the time, and I'm going to, um, at the risk of him embarrassing him, we had the funniest moment. We got a new tow vehicle for our RV, and we tested out towing it last week. I can see him rolling his eyes right now. I can't, but in my <laughs> mind's eye. <laughs> and, uh, and we have these lights that are supposed to stick onto the car in the back to act as brake lights and they're magnetized and they weren't sticking on the car because the roof of the car is fiberglass. And he looked at him like, are these really working? So he stuck them together and they went and glommed onto each other so strong. 
neither one of us could break them apart. It was like a Laurel and Hardy moment as we looked at each other and said, <laughs> now what do we do? He had to get out this giant screwdriver and pry them apart. It was if it, it was just so funny. And luckily, we found a magnetic part of the car, and they stick on just great. But uh, life can definitely be funny. And that was one of those moments where I knew not to laugh too hard. <laughs> one of those relationship <laughs> lessons. All yes, right. Thanks exactly. for calling in. Beth. Thank you. Blessings. Bye-bye. All right. And to you. Let's see. Susan, we have four minutes left. I think we can chat with you for a few. You're on the air. Awesome. Thank you. Um, I have a question about crystals and whether spirit might be able to work through a crystal. Um, I know that I personally have experienced putting my hands upon a huge citrine crystal and having an absolutely intense um, mm. a feeling, you know, vibration move through my body. So intense, it was almost as if I'd been given a drug and it just, yes. it just moved through me so powerfully. And I actually believe that a crystal changed my life. And um, when I put my hands on that citrine crystal, you know, I had that amazing experience. And then it was only a few minutes later that um, my throat closed on some food. And I connected to the two events and I thought I was mm. dying and that changed, literally changed my life in a very, very dramatic way. So my question is the spirit or could spirit or did spirit, does spirit work through the energy of a crystal in order to redirect somebody's path or to provide oh. a lesson? Is that anything that you've ever um, Absolutely. Absolutely. A, a big thumbs up. Yes. From, from my guides on that one. And I've questioned the same thing. I've had two or three events with certain crystals that just totally rocked me feeling them. One was in a necklace. I had to take it off. I couldn't handle the energy coursing through me and that crystal changed my life. And now I wear it and it, and I don't feel anything because my energy has ramped up as a result of it. And yet I can go in a crystal store and handle everything and feel nothing. And people that talk about certain crystals, oh, feel this and I feel nothing. So the guides are saying that certain crystals come into each person's life for the resonance they're going to create and the the improvements in the energetic field they can help with for each person some are more sensitive to crystals than others and it's very very important to clear crystals when you get them from a store because they do hold the energy of whoever has held them in the past so it's something as simple as with intention, putting a brand new crystal in a bowl of salt water and setting it outside overnight. They say that works and I do it after a very clear lesson I had once by wearing a necklace that belonged to someone else and picking up their physical symptoms. So, yeah, there is a so, lot to crystals. So just as the guides are saying, each person is unique. Each one's going to be unique. Uh Test them for yourselves. Don't listen to what other people say a crystal will do for it. You do your own experimenting and have your own experience. Okay. Right. Because um, somebody told me that spirit was telling them I was supposed to place my hands on the crystal. And I did. And it, the connection between my throat closing shortly after that, you know, it just rocked my world. And yeah. It can do that. That is a very Okay. All right. Thank you for calling. We're going to take a three-minute break, everybody. Come back and take some more callers.
Throughout history, dreamers have opened the door for positive change that reshapes the world. Our dreams and stories can also attract individual prosperity and success. Join creative artist Valerie June, Aisha Ophelia, Jacqueline Suskin, and Sarah Walco for The Power of Radical Imagination, a weekend workshop May 24th to 26th at Omega Institute in Rhinebeck, New York. Ignite your radical imagination and cultivate positive change. Learn more at eomega.org thrive. Practical Spirituality Positive Messages This is Unity Online Radio The Voice of an Awakening World Welcome back. You're listening to Messages of Hope with Suzanne Giesman. Well, hey, that was a fast break. And I'm in trouble with my husband now for the magnet story. Oh, well, just kidding. (laughs) I want to thank my wonderful friend and assistant, Lynette, for making this radio show so easy for me. I can't believe I've been doing this show for three years, and I don't know how I did it the first year without her. She makes it so easy. Bev does so much in the background you all wouldn't believe i hope you'll check out the improvements to my website the navigation now makes it so easy to find all the goodies on there in fact there's even a menu item called other goodies (laughs) so it's pretty cool I want to invite you to join me for my monthly mentoring. Uh, Next one is March 9th. That's coming up Tuesday. I have so much amazing evidence from the spirit world and teaching from the guides in the last month. They just blow me away how they continue to give new teaching for all of us, not just about mediumship, but but how to raise the quality of our consciousness. So cool. Before I take the next caller, I did have one woman who could not be with us live today and emailed in a question. I don't take those too often because we have a lot of callers waiting. So I do encourage you to call in instead of write in. But Kathleen says, I recently watched one of your online workshops. That was my shedding your skin one. It's still on my website. And you described feeling not yourself after doing a reading. Is this a daily occurrence with us regular folks, she means non-mediums, and we don't even realize it, that there's somebody hanging around us, and therefore sometimes one will be balanced and having a great day, while another they don't realize they have a spiritual hitchhiker? Great question. In that case where I had this uh, energy of this young man that hung around with me for about five days after a reading, and I was just not myself, that was before I realized how important it is to clear one's energy after doing a reading because we are truly merging our energy field with all kinds of people across the veil and it's not like they're bad people or evil spirits at all this this young man just happened to like my energy field he was military i was military and so for anybody working as a medium it's really important to clear our field afterwards we can do it just with intention saying you must completely get out of my field now and you can do uh, take a a light shower in your mind, literally see the light moving through you. But for all of us, anytime we interact with others, especially with energy that's dissonant to ours, not harmonious, you can just take a few minutes and visualize just beautiful crystalline light flowing down through you like an energetic shower and washing out anything that's not you. Absolutely, we can get out of sorts by merging with others. And I often will feel out of sorts and I'll 
say to myself, this is not my energy, not mine. I have on my website on the goodies page, uh, my 10-minute transformation. It's on the gifts page, a meditation that I know a lot of you use regularly, and so do I for clearing the chakras of any energy that is not in alignment with our highest self. You can wake up in the morning from a good night's sleep and be out of sorts just from having a bad dream that you're not even aware of. So become aware of when you are not your highest and brightest self and take charge of your own energy fields. It's a very powerful way to live. I'm going to go to Daryl, who has been waiting for quite a while. Welcome to the show. Hi, Suzanne. Uh, and unlike all the others, I failed to tell you uh, how important you have become in my life, too. But I, uh, so I want to say that first. And Thank you. Even though I uh, connect with spirit on a regular basis, and I, I think I've, I think I've probably done it all my life, but I'm now more aware of it, having Good. taken course with you. But uh, I enjoyed the story uh, from one of the earlier callers regarding her grandson because uh, my grandson, who I see regularly. Uh, was the first, it was his first experience with someone passing when my husband passed, and I'm looking at their pictures as they're in front of me. But he, he, now, he knows my beliefs, and he says, I know Pa is here. He's here. Very good. Yeah, we become the messengers for others. It's beautiful. Uh, Daryl, okay, do you have well, a question my, today? Yeah, my main, my main concern uh, is... Uh, I'd like confirmation from Sanaya because I feel he's a super source. And I have a problem with the way that I feel uh, the mind and the ego are put in, uh, uh, I hesitate to say a demeaning role, but they certainly are not given the emphasis that the heart is given. And I, I couldn't agree more that the heart is probably first. but. I I want to know how why why if if I am correct that he seems to uh, give less credit to the mind and the ego because without the mind uh, and thinking uh, I, I, I I I couldn't exist I've been a thinker my whole life and then okay. with regard well, with regard to ego let's ju just do a twofer uh, with regard to ego that that's that's how I. I I feel good about myself. Uh, it's so true that we often uh, find fault with ourselves. And uh, a mentor that I think highly of that that's why she's my mentor because she she loves her ego, and it it it, it almost took me off the hook. And I thought, Hallelujah! I I can feel good about myself. <laughs> All right, so I'm going to first address some of you might be confused because Daryl's referring to Sanaya as he and others refer to Sanaya as she. It's a collective consciousness, both masculine and feminine, so they don't care what we call them. But I'm going to just now tune in and <laughs> they're saying that they their main task is to help us in the spiritual path of shifting our main identity from that of being a body-mind, 
to that of being both a soul and a body-mind, which is the ego, the body-mind, the story. The ego is our story. And we are both, and there is absolutely nothing wrong with the ego and the mind. But the reason I was laughing is they're saying, you are already well familiar with the ego. We would like you to get to know the soul. And so that's where they put the emphasis. And if you'd go back through there are thousands of messages at dailyway.org. We'll see that they don't denigrate the ego and often tell us that we can't be here without the ego. And it is just when the ego causes us to forget who we really are as a soul that we need to make that shift in awareness and pay more attention to our true nature. Okay. That, that I could can agree with, but uh, I, I hope, Sanaya, that they agree that the ego is so important in the I am. You know, I am. I find I am, and it's the ego that comes through for for that. Okay. Oops. Wait a minute. I didn't mean to drop her off the air there. Uh, I do not want to take the time now to get into a deep metaphysical discussion. But from what the guides are blasting in my head right now, I am is not the ego. I am is the wholeness. I am actually has no identification to go with it. I am simply is. I am is pure awareness. And the ego and all stories arise from that awareness. So if one is identifying I am with the self, which is the ego, that is a misperception of the true meaning of I am. So thank you for calling, Daryl. And I'm going to have to move on now. And we're going to move to Laura. I hope I didn't already call you. No, you're good. Welcome to the show, Laura. Hi, how are you? Thank you so much for taking my call. Um, I was wondering if you could speak a little bit. I was looking at your website at the Bless Me, at the, the Lift stage and i heard you talk today I stop about you just having a, a second there laura just for those who aren't familiar with it on the gifts page is my bless me method bless me seven letters stand for the seven steps to connecting with higher consciousness it's a process that i teach and the second letter is l and that's the lift phase that laura's talking about okay thank you i'm sorry i should have been more clear oh, no that's okay i can really make it real concise for everybody you did. Thank you. Um, and I also heard you mention be having a playful attitude today. And I was wondering if you could talk to, oh, I think it's more than just me, but pe- I know it's me being so overwhelmed with grief and mm-hmm. guilt and regret that I, I can't find that lift and okay. I can't find any playful. Is there any? And I can't oh, find yeah. my husband through the meditation. You know, so. Yes, I totally get that. And I do want to assure you absolutely assure you, you will find joy in your life again. Okay. Just the fact that you're on this path, you're listening to programs like this, trying to find the the greater meaning, it, you will find it again. I, I speak from having talked to thousands of people that never thought they'd get past it, but you'll come to know things that will change your way of being again. Okay. So in the meantime, playful is great if you can get there, but the number one thing that will help you get that lift is gratitude and and we can just be grateful for things without smiling and jumping for joy and giggling and laughing can you just feel just think about the person who you're grieving 
and find the gratitude. Do you feel that big heart surge right there that comes with just gratefulness for having them in your life? You feel that? Is it reasonable, Suzanne, to find that, like, I feel like when I'm trying to express that gratitude that it feels more now like lip service because, mm. I, you know what I mean? Like, I'm like, I'm grateful that I had 27 years with my husband, but instead of feeling that, I still feel the bitterness. You know what I mean? Okay. So then the best recommendation is to find something else that doesn't bring that. There's, are you, you know, can you be grateful even for a pet or just grateful for the fact that you had a good breakfast this morning? It, you don't need a massive uh, spirit-filled thing to be grateful for. Gratitude is gratitude. It opens the heart. And we're just going for that little shift in your vibration that'll take you out of that pain that you're in. And why do we do that in the Bless Me Method? Because we're trying to, to... Increase what we're radiating out. It's like that green light, red light I talked about earlier. It's just right now you're you're like a yellow light in that you're not completely shut down. You want to be radiating what the spirit world needs to make their presence known. So how do we do that? Just find something. You're grateful that that you fill in the blank. And when you find it, you'll feel that little opening in your heart. Appreciation carries a similar energy, as does compassion and care. So think about somebody here. Think about serving somebody here. That's caring and compassion. That energy will give you the kind of lift we're looking for. So the lift phase isn't about feeling wow, I've just completely changed my energy. It's a shift in what's what you're radiating. All right? You know what? Thank you very much. And I actually can say with true gratitude, thank you for that information. It's helpful. Well, there you go. <laughs> <I'm so grateful. laughs> well, it's already working. Thanks so All much, right. Suzanne. Take care. Take care. Bye-bye. All right. Florida. That's not where you're calling from. That's your name. Welcome to the show. Hi, Suzanne. How are you? I'm doing well. I know we've had you on before. Yes, yes. I just want to thank you again. You've really helped me through my mom's passing. Just two parts to my question. I just, uh, we recently had a brand new baby girl, granddaughter. Mm. And um, I was wondering, because I I listened as well to all of your, uh, everything that you have on your uh, page. And I know that we're born knowing that we are soul. But how do you continue Mm -hmm. that with a child? You know, like I'm to, sorry, I missed I the last part. How do you do what with a child? How do you continue to keep the child knowing that he is source or she's source? Ah. Well, you share what you you share what you're learning. You you lovingly have conversations with them in a way that they can understand. I'm thinking of a friend of mine, Karen Herrick. She's a um, she used to be the president of the association. Well, one of the groups I gave a conference, I spoke at a conference to Karen Herrick has a book for grandchildren about being a soul. So there are even children's books out now that are focused on helping us to share what we sure didn't know when I was growing up. So don't be afraid to share with them and just keep the conversation going. Okay. A small part. I've been seeing a lot of people, family who've passed on, in my, my dreams, they don't say anything. They just pop in and then pop out. And then I'll. How I'll, do they feel that. in that? Does it feel dreamlike or does it feel solid? 
Well, I, I know I wake up in the morning knowing it's a dream, but I, when during the dream, I can feel their presence, like a reality, if you will. There like we go. That's what I'm talking about. For a dream visit has that there's a quality to it that's different than a regular dream. And again, as we were talking at the beginning of the first half, our loved ones get into our consciousness with their consciousness. It's a merging of fields. So you could very well be picking up on an actual visit. I hope so. Thank you so much. Okay. You have a blessed day. God bless you and all of you guys. Thank you. All right. Thank you. Perfect. Let's see. We have a caller here that I don't know if it's Jane or John Doe, <laughs> but let's take Anonymous, who didn't want to give a name, but you are on the air. Thank you. You're uh, welcome. I would like to ask Sanaya to help me discern the steps I need to take to leave an abusive situation. Okay. Let me ask them. And Sanaya says to spend time in the coming days sitting quietly. That's a meditation. And I have several of them on the gifts page of my website. Asking to get to know your true self as a soul because the innate aspects of the soul are courage and peace and strength, some of those. I have a beautiful medita uh, meditation you can listen to called The Journey of Remembrance. And knowing that you are a soul now and that peace and strength and courage are your birthright, honor the soul by saying, I will shine my light and take advantage of this gift of life that I've been given and ask for help in making a move that honors myself. Ask spirit for help to send you the right people to help you make the move. See the one who's abusive as another soul and the human side is ignorant to the abuse they're doing. And so without stepping into the human drama, somehow acknowledge that you two were brought together for this opportunity to step into your soul's true power, but know that you don't do this alone and that by asking in meditation for the highest possible source to hold your hand and guide you step by step as to what to do, you'll be doing this from the soul's power and from a place of love. Okay. I, I need to take those who depend on me uh, with me those who depend on me that we can be together okay. can i communicate with their souls to the highest good for them as well we always do that and that is going to produce the highest good see the problem is that for most humans we get stuck within the drama and think that's all there is but by those few moments of meditation, you get the higher perspective and you realize you are both in the drama, but also a soul who can step out of it long enough to get the higher perspective. And when you start making that shift, you're going to get answers from a higher place and things will start to flow for you better. I'd like everybody listening to just surround this whole situation with as much light as possible. I know there are probably others going through similar things and may you be guided to just the right 
human people who can help you. Okay? Thank you. You're welcome. Wow. That's the thing my guides have said. You know, to, when, when there's a problem, we are stuck in our human issue. When we see it from the soul, we say, oh, we took, take, took on a tough challenge here, but we are not alone. So that shift in perspective makes all the difference in the world. So, Nina, you're on the air. Oh, hi, Suzanne. It's actually Nina. It is Nina. I know another Nina, and I wondered about that. Okay. Oh, yeah, my parents always told me it was a Midwestern pronunciation. They were from Ohio and Pennsylvania. Okay. Well, <laughs> how can we help you today? Um, okay, so I have a two-part question, but let me give you a little context. Um, my dad had one brother, so it's my uncle, and uh, he and his family lived about 100 miles from us, so we used to go maybe once or twice a year, go down and visit them. And um, he did, went through a divorce and he got married again. And his wife had two little girls from her previous marriage. And so I just happened to email my, <clears throat> excuse me, email my cousin this week. And through our conversation, she let me know that my uncle had molested her and her sister for quite a few years. So naturally, you know, this is, I'm talking 50 years ago. We're, mm-hmm. we're all in our 60s now. And um, so my, you know, naturally my human self is very shocked. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I had an idea and I would, could never imagine him doing that. But mm-hmm. um, I try, I'm trying to look at it from the soul's perspective. So yeah, just like we were just is, talking about. Yes. <laughs> um, is it something that he and my cousins agreed on before they incarnated in order for their own soul's growth? Or is it a, a situation where... Um, okay. The, now, this will always these types of things will always have to go through the, the medium's consciousness, but my, go, my guides have assured me that souls never come here choosing to do harm to others that there's an up they know that they're going to enter a body and a a story that may have a propensity to certain things and that that will be a challenge that they hope they will overcome and make the right choices but things do happen so Mm -hmm. now the best i don't want to even give you advice what the guides are saying is do your best to maintain the soul's perspective, to not judge, to live in the present, to know that whatever happened was an opportunity for soul's growth for everyone involved. So right now, your choice is to understand that it may have happened or it may not have happened, but right here, right now, how you choose to do with it is what will make the most difference for your soul. Okay. Okay. So, yeah, I wondered if if I went into meditation and tried to have a conversation with him oh, and let him know. Absolutely. That- yeah, absolutely. That's what one of the things I teach in my courses that that we can connect with any loved ones and reach out I- with a very clear connection, clear intention in your heart, 
and mm -hmm. trust any answers you get in your heart. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. And the, the silver lining is my cousin said that they they got a lot of therapy, they worked through everything, and they're past it, and she assures me that they're just fine. Well, that's beautiful. Yeah. Good to hear. Okay. Okay. Well, thank Alrighty. you so much. You're Very welcome. Helpful. Thank you for calling in. Bye. So... We have several people I won't be able to get to, but I do see Malki. You've been waiting, I think, longer than most people, and I just want to get to you, even though I only have about two minutes. Welcome to the show. Are you here? Oh, Malki, it's a really scratchy line. Hello. Well, everybody, we tried, so... Let me just take one last caller. We'll go to Chris. You're on the air, Chris. Hi, Chris. Uh, hi, hi, Suzanne. Okay, hi, quick hi. question. So I was, what, what does spirit think about CBD and cannabis? I feel like I was taking it for a couple of years ago for my anxiety. I had stopped it. But I feel like when I was taking it, I, I felt a deeper connection with my body, with spirit, with my well, anxiety I, I don't want to put my own judgment in, but the second you asked it, I heard plant medicine. and Plant medicine? Uh, plant medicine. And, of course, we know that there are many of uh, those that, that well, I can, I can think of some people who do special ceremonies with plant medicine. And I'm just getting a thumbs up and that says, let each person uh, follow your your human laws. but test something with an open mind and like any substance if it works for you then use it if it doesn't okay. set it aside okay all right thank you so much i appreciate so your welcome insight. okay take care bye-bye bye-bye all right my alarm just went off that means don't forget to make the drawing so i'm shuffling the little cards with people's names on them i'm not looking and the winner of one of my online courses is Florida. Hey, you called in and you got it finally. That's great. So email uh, my assistant Bev through my website and she'll help you choose the best course for you. Boy, that hour went quickly. I so love interacting with all of you and the rest of you who didn't call in. I hope you found something of value. That's the beautiful thing. The answers applied to so many of us. And I'm so grateful to my guides, but know that you all can ask these questions of your guides as well. We are never alone. Sending you lots of love. May you all have a great week. And we have some great guests lined up for the rest of the month. So we'll see you back here next Thursday. Thanks for listening. This is Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. I'm Rachel Corpus, an angel communicator, psychic medium, and host of the Angel Talk podcast. This show is meant to help you remember who you are, a limitless being with shoes and socks on. 
and along the way, we'll connect to people on the other side and experts in the field like authors, healers, animal communicators, and more. Listen to all my shows at Mind Body Spirit FM or wherever you get your podcasts. <laughs>